Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. You saw on my Instagram story the other day, put up a heap of questions for you guys, which you answered. I've already been through two of them. Unfortunately, I can't actually get back into the other ones to do them, so we'll do them over Game 2 and Game 3. I'll post them back up on my Instagram story, and you guys can put in more and more of your suggestions. But one of the ones that I did post was, if you could bring back any player from New South Wales or Queensland um, in Game 3, who would you bring back? And I actually had a look through them the other day. Some really good ones there. Obviously, you know, guys like Lockie, Joey, they got really huge shouts. A lot of people into them. What got my interest, though, was some of the more sort of underrated ones and some of the ones that people put in um, with their opinion on why they'd bring them back. And it got me thinking. So I went through and I just found five for each team, five New South Wales, five for Queensland. Now, some of these guys are some of the greats, but I'll tell you why I specifically would bring them back. Other guys are sort of underrated guys or guys that have flown under the radar of just guys that haven't been absolute superstars in the Origin Arena. But matchup-wise, I would bring them into this team for a specific reason. So we'll start with the Queensland Maroons first. I've got five guys that I would bring back from the past that I think could really have a good impact on the Queensland Maroons side. Now, I'm not just replacing guys that I think are crap, for example. It might just be guys that I think I can get a bit of an edge on. Now, obviously, when you're talking the history of origin, there's going to be better players in just about every single position outside of a few, realistically. So you could replace the whole team if you wanted to. You could make an argument for that. I've gone for specific little matchup changes that I would make if I could from the past. All hypothetical, obviously, but I'd love to hear yours, and I don't just want to hear, oh, pick Joey, who's the best player ever. Pick Cam Smith. You know, if, if there's a spot in the New South Wales team, for example, halfback Nathan Cleary, yes, Joey would be better. But Nathan does a bloody good job there. I don't think he's a problem in that team. And I think that Nathan, you know he's going to do a job in his kicking game. You know he's going to do a job defensively. Got a good running game. There's no real need to change him there. But there are a few guys that I would potentially change up if I could for specific reasons. I'm going to tell you about them now. The first one, really obvious ones for Queensland. Obviously, we're talking about the two Queensland wingers. They're both great in the air. And that's a big part of the reason why they've been chosen. So for me... 
Obviously, they're going to try and target Brian Toto. Uh, we spoke about this last year. They weren't able to get to those spots, but it really wasn't the sort of game where Queensland were able to put themselves in positions to do it. There was also three games in Queensland, so the footy was really frantic and really fast. Playing in Sydney, you know it's going to be a little bit slower. It's going to be a little bit more dewy. The kicking game is going to be really important, so I do, th- do think there will be more opportunities to kick to corners. So Israel Folau was the first guy that came to mind for me. I would probably put him directly opposite Brian Toto. I do believe there will be more kicking kicking opportunities that will come tonight because the ruck will be a lot slower, the game will be closer, and I think that on your line it will be easier to defend realistically. So I think you will see a couple of kicks to the corners. So Israel Folau, absolute aerial specialist, probably the best guy in the air we've ever seen in State of Origin. Uh, so I'd probably put him up against Brian Toto. That'd be one little change you could make. Another one, I look at DCE. Uh, defensively, there have been issues there for quite some time, and it will be something that the Blues are targeting. Personally, I think that's why Freddie has gone for Tariq Sims, because he knows that Tariq Sims peppered him last year. He knows that Tariq Sims can follow a game plan for 80 minutes and just give DCE a nightmare all night. There might be bigger guys than Tariq Sims. There might be stronger guys. But Freddie knows that he can give Tariq his game plan to isolate DCE all night, and he will do it on every single set. This is the spot that I think they'll go at. Now, if I could take DCE out, who would I replace him with? Queensland, they've had a number of quality halves. You could put like an Alan Langer in there. You could even throw like a Darren Lockyer in there. I think he would do a fine job. He always wore the six, but you could play him at seven with his kicking game, his organization. He would be fine. For me, I would go with Cooper Cronk here. Now, DCE, he probably has got a little bit more highlight to his game than what Cooper Cronk does. But you look at Cooper's kicking game, you look at his organisation and his defence in particular. Wasn't the biggest guy in the world, Cooper, but he always showed a jersey and he always stuck to their system. I look at this current Queensland team, you look at where DCE is defending, you look at the guy outside him, Felice Cafusi, Billy Slater is going to impose a Melbourne Storm-style defence into the Queensland Maroons. And I think Felice Cafusi, he is going to lead the charge there. He is going to be in charge of that edge. And I think he'll be telling DCE what to do all night because the Maroons will be well aware that DCE is a guy that the New South Wales Blues will target. If I could shift Cooper Cronk in there, have him next to his old buddy Felice Cafusi, that would be great in attack. But in defense, this is where I think the Queensland Maroons would gain a huge advantage by putting Cooper Cronk in there. Along with his big game experience, his clutch moments, obviously Daly Chervin's a heap of big game experience and he comes up with clutch moments time and time again. So there isn't a huge gap there, but defensively, I think Cooper Cronk, he'd be the guy for me at halfback for Queensland. Now, the 13 jersey, they've got Ruben Cotter there, but he really isn't a traditional 13. So you could, well, not a traditional 13, a ball-playing 13, like we see very popular now. But I also think that when you look at the success that Billy Slater had, whether it was in origin, club, whatever, they never really had a ball-playing 13. Even now, the Melbourne Storm, they still don't have a ball-playing 13, which is where Billy Slater helps out, which is the system he's come through. You look at this Queensland Maroons team, once again, they've gone for a Ruben Cotter. They haven't picked a Pat Carrigan there. As much as Carrigan isn't a great ball-player, like your Isaiah Yo's, he's probably more suited to that ball-playing role than Ruben Cotter, realistically. But Billy's moved away from that. Personally, I think in Sydney, your ball movement is going to be important, especially close around the ruck. It's going to be dewy. It's going to be slow. You want to move New South Wales' big forwards around, you know, your junior bolo, these sort of guys. You want to move them around heaps. So for me, and this is a bit of a controversial one because I'm picking arguably the greatest origin player ever, but I would have gone for a Wally Lewis at 13. If I could bring him into this side, I think the halves, DCE, 
and Munster. They will do a job. They've done a job in the past. They're both very talented footballers. But in the 13, I'd love to see a guy with a bit of X-factor to him. Even a Darren Smith could have been another one that could have been really interesting. But the King Wally, one of the greatest origin players ever, uh, he could do it all, Wally. And his leg speed through the ruck would be unreal. Always very deceptively quick, Wally Lewis. You watch him and you think, oh, he's not the fastest guy. But then you watch him when he's playing origin. And it's like the guys around him just moved in slow motion. An incredible player, Wally. He'd be a guy that I would bring into the 13 to this side, and I'd probably shift Ruben Cotter into the middle or bring him off the bench. I think it'd be an unreal little gap. Now, my last two for Queensland, very interesting ones. Neither of them absolute superstars. Both played for the Kangaroos, both premiership winners with the Brisbane Broncos. The first one, you could argue he is a superstar, but probably in league circles, I think he's a little bit underrated. I look at Queensland's bench, it looks a little bit light to me. It doesn't worry me as much as the bench of the New South Wales Blues. I look at the Blues, you've got Matto, who's in, in form unbelievably. Liam Martin won a premiership last year. Regan Campbell-Gillard's been there before. Big, imposing body, real intimidating. I look at the Queensland bench, it doesn't worry me as much. The guy that I'll put on that bench, and there's a heap of guys you could name here, you know, your Petro Seven Deceivers, your Shane Webkeys, the obvious ones that come to mind. The guy I would go for is a guy that can play in the middle. He can play on the edge. He just has an aura about him. Brad Thorne uh, played a few games for the Queensland Maroons, played for Australia in Rugby League, played for the All Blacks as well, collected trophies all across the world his entire career. For me, he'd be the sort of guy that if I was a Queensland fan, I would see him walk onto the field and I'd be like, okay, we might have just got better. At the moment, when I look at the Queensland's bench outside of Harry Grant, I look at everyone else and when they come off the on the field, whoever they come off for, I sort of think, okay, Queensland, they've dropped down a notch here, in my opinion. The boys will probably prove me wrong, but to have a guy like Brad Thorne with his experience, everything with the guys on the bench, especially with a Nanai who's on debut, a Lindsay Collins who hasn't played much football in the last two years, I think it'd be unreal to have a guy like Brad Thorne coming off your bench. As I said, he can play middle, he can play edge, big imposing body, like like Regan Campbell-Gillard, he brings that intimidation factor as well, which I personally look at Queensland's bench and I don't really see that at the moment. We then move to my last one, and this is a really controversial one because I think Billy Slater has absolutely nailed his 9 and 14. Ben Hunt and Harry Grant. I don't know which one I'd take out, but if I could put a 14 on the bench, I'll tell you who would be perfect to the modern game, especially with all these HIAs and everything. We've spoken about on Bloke in a Bar this week, why Freddie has gone for Stephen Crichton. We believe it might have something to do with HIAs and how easily guys are getting sent from the field and how easily you can lose a guy for the entire game. We see it in just about every game of the NRL every single weekend. Origin, it is going to be brutal out there. And personally, I know that in the past we've seen Origin, the rules change a little bit. For me, I don't think the independent doctors will change anything of what they're doing. If anything, they might be a little bit stricter. So I think that's why Freddie has gone with a Stephen Crichton in the 14 and a Jack Whiten. I would probably play a Sean Berrigan. Now, he can come on at 9. He can come on at 6. He can come on at 7. He can play centre. Sean Berrigan can do anything. He can play anywhere. And when you look at the Queensland Maroons and the squad they've selected, if an outside back goes down, personally, I think they're in a bit of curry. All of a sudden, you have to move Kurt Capewell out there. Now, Kurt has been sensational when he has played centre. I understand that. But ideally, you do not want him going out there. Having a guy like Sean Berrigan, you can plug in there. You could have a fullback go. If KP goes down, you could bring Berrigan into the six. You can play Munster at fullback. You can play Berrigan in the centres. You can play Val Holmes at fullback. You've got a heap of options that you could go for there with a guy like Sean Berrigan. Whereas Ben Hunt, 
And Harry Grant, if you get an injury somewhere, it means you probably have to move Kurt Capel. And for me, um, that makes it tough defensively uh, out on his edge. And it also means that then a Nanai or one of these guys has to come in and play big minutes. Personally, I want Kurt Capel to hold down his defensive edge. If I if I could bring a guy like Sean Berrigan in, I think it would be unreal. A Clive Churchill medalist in 2006, a champion player, Berrigan. But... Who would you take out of the Queensland team, Hunt or Harry Grant? I don't think either of them deserve to take out, so I'll let you decide that one. So those are my Queensland. If I could make really subtle changes, those would be the guys I'd bring in without bringing absolute superstars in, probably outside of Wally and Cronk. Those are the little tactical changes that I would make and why I would make them. Let's move to the New South Wales Blues. I've got five guys. I've actually got six guys because for one of them, I've got two options. So for me, I look at Dane Gagai. He's in sensational form this year. We always know that he arrives at the Origin and he goes to a new level. At the moment, we've got Jack Whiten marking up against him or Stephen Crichton, or later in the game, Stephen Crichton. For me, I love Jack Whiten in attack. I think it's a really good pick as far as that goes. I love his defense of his kick chase when he can just get there and hopefully jam Selwyn Cobbo every time he returns the ball. But it's in in the Queensland red zone, that I, or in the New South Wales red zone, that I'm a little bit worried about Jack's defense. I think he could get caught out at center like he has in the past. For me, I would go with a real genuine defensive center to mark up on Gagai. We know what he does in the Origin Arena. We know how he can break these games open in an instant. So for me, I'd go with a genuine defensive center, but I still need that attacking upside. The obvious one for me is the great Matt Cooper from the St. George Illawarra Dragons. I think he would be a great pick. One of the best, if not the best defensive center we've ever seen. Full stop. There's been some crackers over the years, but I think Matty Cooper, he is one of the greatest we've seen. Now, Matt Cooper, I think he traditionally played... No, he he did play left, actually, Matt Matt Cooper. I'm just thinking about it now. So I think he would be a great pick there. I would have him at left centre, and I would have him marking up against Dane Gagai, who I really do think could break this game open for Queensland. If Stephen Crichton plays there, I've got no issues with that. I just think Matt Cooper, of Jack White and Stephen Crichton, and him, I think he's the best defender out of all of them, and I think he'd do the best job on... Dane Gagai, as far as his attack goes, very, very good attacking player. Probably not at, at the level of Stephen Crichton, but the experience in the little moments, uh, I think Matt Cooper probably wins out there. So Matty Cooper, one underrated guy that I would seriously consider bringing back, who's not a superstar, but would do a fine job for you in that spot. Uh, my next one. I just spoke about with DCE that I believe Freddie has picked Tariq Sims because he knows that he can follow a game plan for 80 minutes uh, running at DCE and causing havoc on that Queensland right edge. I think it'll be a real vocal spot for the New South Wales Blues. I think that's why they've picked, or part of the reason why they've started with Jack White too because he can he runs some of the hardest lines in rugby league. He's a run-first guy, and if I'm marking outside DCE and I know that I sort of have to keep an eye on him to help him, the last guy I want getting the ball out the back is, well, probably Turbo. Latrell, but then it's probably Jack White, and he's probably the best ball runner over those guys, especially when he gets into the red zone. So for me, I would probably change out Tariq Sims. Uh, I think he's consistent as all hell. He does a job there, but there are other guys in the past that I know I could trust to do a job for 80 minutes. Smart, smart footballers who are selfless, who will play their role, but have a bit more upside to them. Two guys that I'm tossing up. The first one is Ben Kennedy. I think he would be unreal on that edge. You remember the 2001 grand final played on the left edge for the Newcastle Knights, and I mean, Joey got the man of the match, and I think he deserved it. But if they would have given it to Ben Kennedy, I probably wouldn't have pushed back at all. Played a heap of games for the New South Wales Blues and was always dominant during his time, Ben Kennedy. A real alpha as well, a guy you always had to keep an eye on. He could beat you in a number of ways. I think him on the left edge would be unreal, but... 
the guy that I would probably go for, I think he's one of the greatest back rowers we've ever seen. Uh, if not the best back row we've ever seen, I would probably argue that. I think he should be spoken about in the immortal argument. Incredibly underrated. And underrated because I don't think he's stayed in the eye of the media since his retirement. We don't hear as much about him. We don't have as many tapes on him. But Bradley Clyde, if I could pick him out on the left edge to run that line at DCE, uh, he's a guy that could ball play. He was one of the quickest back rowers we've ever seen. Strong as an ox. And and the engine was incredible for Brad Clyde. You could shift him into the metal. He could jump out in the centers if you needed him to. Very much, I've, I've said it since probably two, two or three years ago with Cam Murray that he's the closest thing we've seen to Bradley Clyde. And I think the two of them are tailor-made for origin. They've got great leg speed, tough as nails, huge engines. Bradley Clyde on that left edge running outside Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary with a Jack White out the back, two Canberra boys. I think he would be lethal. So Ben Kennedy or Bradley Clyde I would probably pick to replace Tariq Sims, but I'm confident that Sims will do a job. My next selection for the New South Wales Blues is a really interesting one. Uh, you've obviously got Damien Cook at nine. He's done a great job for a number of years. He's been known as a running nine. We probably haven't seen as much of it as we would have liked. And personally, I just think in origin, there normally isn't as much room to run from dummy half. I think Damien Cook's done a good job. Uh, but personally, there is one guy that I would upgrade to. And it's probably not the guy you're expecting. I think a lot of people are expecting me to say Danny Badiris, maybe a Benny Elias. Uh, personally, I'd look in the direction of Craig Wing. I think he's one of the most deceptive guys out of dummy half. His ruck recognition was unbelievable. But most importantly, I think he had the best kicking game of New South Wales nines ever realistically. Damien Cook, he doesn't really have uh, that string to his bow and it puts a lot of pressure on your halves. The ability to be able to have a hooker that can kick. You look at how dominant Cam Smith was for a very long time. We spoke about it on Bloke and Abar during the week. And there will be moments in tonight's game where a guy like Benny Hunt gets out, all eyes will be on DC and Cam Munster as far as the kicking game goes. And then Benny Hunt, he'll be able to sneak out and put in some great nudges. A guy like Craig Wing, very similar to Ben Hunt in the way that he's able to play halfback and hooker and be as good at both roles. Wingy, I think he's very underrated in New South Wales Blues history. Now, uh, there's a good chance that he might not be able to go the full 80 minutes. Uh, so that would obviously be an issue you'd have to deal with. But just the skill set that Craig Wing has, I think he'd be a little bit more suited to this side than that of Damian Cook. I think sometimes Cookie is a bit like a, a deer in headlights sometimes, and his ruck recognition, I don't think it's as good as a guy like Craig Wing. But Craig Wing was one of the greatest we've ever seen, realistically. I think he would be a great addition to this side. But Cookie's done a job, a very good job, for a very long time. I would just say that Wingy is probably a little bit closer in the direction of a player like Api Curacao, which I think could be really, really damaging, especially around the ruck. I just look at the way that Damien Cook attacks, and it's very, well, you know, when there's space in front of him, he, he goes a million miles an hour, but it's the deception around the ruck that we sort of miss. The way that Craig Wing used to sort of scoot in and out of the markers. If you go and have a look at the New South Wales Blues uh, Instagram, they put up a post the other day of Tamana Tahu scoring a try of a Matt Gidley flick, and just watch the work that Craig Wing does out of dummy half. His first six steps, they're just so fast, and he completely backs himself, ball in two hands. The defense has got no idea what he's able to do, and then he's got the acceleration off the back of that to be able to move in and out of the markers and really really cause havoc. So Craig Wing, I think he'd be a really good guy to bring back into this side with his kicking game and his ruck recognition. All right, the last one. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now, I spoke about Regan Campbell-Gillard. I love that he's a bit of a taller frame. I love that he brings that that real aggression to this side. I think he's probably the most aggressive guy that's coming off either of the benches. Uh, so I love that about him. But obviously, if you could get a more aggressive guy, I probably would. And a guy that has a bit more aura to him. And I look at the Queensland Maroons. I already said that I would bring back Brad Thorne. Uh, for me, I'd bring a front rower back for the New South Wales Blues to come off their bench to probably replace Regan Campbell-Gillard. Uh, but I don't think Regan Campbell-Gillard is a problem by any means. I think he's a great player. I think he'll do a great job for the New South Wales Blues. But two guys came to mind. I have settled on one of them. The guy that I considered was Glenn Lazarus, but I just think that the modern game has probably moved a little bit away from the body shape of Glenn Lazarus. But he is an out-and-out leader. He is a winner. Uh, obviously, Jake Trevojevic, he doesn't have uh, the same trophies and uh, all that sort of stuff as the great Glenn Lazarus does, because no one has done what he did. But I just think the game has sort of moved away from that body a little bit. I like that Freddie is gone for a leaner, taller uh, sort of body like Regan Campbell-Gillard. Reminds me a little bit and don't get upset. I'm not saying they're the same player, but it reminds me a little bit of Paul Harrigan. I think he would be a great guy to bring in there. As I said, with Brad Thorne, you bring him on, you go, okay, this Queensland team might have got better. You bring Paul Harrigan on, you mix him up with the boys like Junior Bolo and Payne Haas. They're very different body shapes, very different footballers, very solid through the middle, and I think he'd be a great little upgrade there, Paul Harrigan. But as I said, Regan Campbell-Gillard, I think he will do a job. I think he's an absolute warrior, similar to what Paul Harrigan was for the New South Wales Blues for a very, very long time. One of the greatest Blues front rowers we've ever seen, and I like the body shape, which is why... I'm a fan of the Regan Campbell-Gillard pick, despite me not picking him originally. I think once Freddie picked him, I sort of had a look at the side and I went, you know what? It's actually a really good pick for this team. Now, the last one. For the 14 for New South Wales, we've got Stephen Crichton there at the moment. Freddie might make a late change and we might see Jack White and jump there, which to me, I, I just don't understand <laughs> what is the point all week. I mean, if Freddie does make that change, is anyone shocked that he picked a centre at centre? Um, if Freddie decides to play Jack White at centre, is anyone shocked because he picked him there last week? I just think that it's a bit of a non-event and I think Freddie's out thinking the room a little bit if he makes this late change and he thinks he's getting an, an advantage on anyone, in my opinion. But the guys that I would look for in the four jersey. As I said, uh, games in Sydney, they tend to be a little bit tighter, a little bit closer. You want your guys with leg speed. You want your strong guys, and you want your guys that can defend anywhere on the field. So the two guys I'd be tossing up, and they two, they are two absolute out-and-out legends, and if you were to have either of these guys in your team, you would obviously have them starting. But as a 14, to be able to bring on one of Brad Fittler or Laurie Daly, I think it would be an unreal little spot to have. Two guys with a great passing game. They could cover hooker if you are absolutely desperate but you'd probably move uh, Jerome Luai in there and then let uh, Freddie O'Daly play in the six. But I just think two bodies that run like centers, defend like back rowers, and can ball play like halfbacks, uh, they would be sensational to have in the modern game. We haven't really seen guys like Freddie and Daly. Probably the closest we've seen is Jack Whiten, the way that he runs a ball. But in attack, you know, his ball playing, his kicking game, it's nowhere near the level of Brad Fittler and Laurie Daly and in defense as well. But it just shows how much of unique 
footballers these two were they could both come off they could come off both feet they could kick they could tackle like back rowers runners centers ball play like halfbacks and five eights they were tremendous players and they're probably out of all the five that I picked for New South Wales just the out and out superstars that would have been good to have in this team but I think having a 14 like that for a game in Sydney I think would be unreal for, for a game in Brisbane I think this team that Freddie has picked as far as having Jack and having uh, Stephen Crichton in the side as well I probably like it a little bit more there because it's going to be more expansive I just feel like Sydney's going to be played through the middle it's going to be really close it's going to be really tight and bringing on guys like that with leg speed and all the stuff I've mentioned about those two would be unreal send me a message let me know which subtle changes would you make we don't want the out and out Joey at halfback because he's the best player ever Cam Smith at nine because he's the best player ever have a think about just how this game is going to work and what guys you would shift in there what changes you would make that maybe other people wouldn't think of or little bits about certain players in the past that their skill set would specifically be really helpful to have in tonight's game let me know on Instagram send me a message which changes you would make who you would bring back from the past and why you would bring them back